Welcome to Tackless Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between to another episode of Tackless Radio. Happy Tuesday. What y'all doing? What y'all been up to? It's so lovely to have you all back here. I am super excited every single time you all tune in, and I'm actually grateful and thankful to the most high that you have come back week after week to support your girl. So I at least want to start this week off by saying thank you. I'm in a mood of gratitude. I'm in a feeling and a space of gratitude. My aunties and my uh, grandmama wanted me to tell y'all thank you. So that's what I did. So we're going to go ahead and get into this week's shit I saw. Shit I saw is my crazy segment of each week where I browse the streets of TikTok Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And whatever craziness I see, I like to bring it back and then deep dive into it a little bit more with you all. If anything, this is my way of trying to keep my sanity as I also am a commentator. I would say that now my side gig is commentary, a commentator. I would love to be interviewing all of the celebrities and worldwide figures on the red carpet, hopefully not hopefully one day because I am a bitch about manifestation so one day that will be happening but until then I try to keep myself up to date with what's happening in the world so I like to peruse the streets of social media to see what's going on and as I am on my journey I'll bring something back to y'all so we can talk about it so this week's shit I saw it's gonna be a little interesting because I saw this on TikTok, but it was a TikTok about someone's tweet. So it's kind of like a hybrid. We're doing a TikTok Twitter hybrid this week for my shit I saw. So there's a tweet here by the Twitter handle of So Damn Skinny. And he said, It's weird seeing black women spoiled because it just don't look right to me watching them depend on anyone. I don't know. I'm used to black women handling everything. Woo! I saw that and it hit me in the gut because I'm not going to sit here and rag on that young man. I'm assuming he's a younger man. He could be an old man. I'm not going to rag on that man. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. I mean, he could be walking down the street. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. Because he's speaking from a place of experience, from a place of projection even. Because all that tweet said was that he's not accustomed to seeing black women spoiled. He's not accustomed to seeing black women taken care of, to seeing black women having someone to depend on. That is very much so him speaking on his experience and why he thinks it's weird. But I'm bringing it to the streets this week because he is not the only one that has said something like this. I've heard other black men say that they too think it's weird or it feels weird or it's not expected or they won't fulfill the expectation because they do not believe that black women deserve the best or greater or more or to be spoiled. And 
as ignorant as that statement is I at least want to speak to what he was talking about from his perspective and then I am going to open this bitch up because there's a lot of massage noir and there's a lot of self-hatred with this type of thinking and a lot of black men feel this way I feel so sad for that man because it was not modeled in front of him how women should be treated it was not modeled in front of him how to treat women how to spoil women how to be there for a woman it wasn't it wasn't modeled in front of him that women should not be operating on their own so many black men of today so when I say of today I mean millennials a couple gen xers a lot of black men of today share that same notion because they too were not given an example or it was just not modeled in front of them how black women should be treated because unfortunately media shows us how white women are to be treated because that is the pinnacle of woman in this bullshit ass white supremacist world that we live in is that white women beauty is the pinnacle and every movie music video tv show even our laws not as of not as of recent but even our laws all show how white women are to be treated and they are to be treated with the utmost respect. They are to be protected. They are the ones deserving to be spoiled because that is what we see. Hell, black men know that if a white woman just wants to end their life, she could because she is that protected that a black man could die off of her accusation, off of some shit she could have lied about, Emmett Till. So we see our laws, our media, our experiences always, always protects a white woman. The world shows up for a white woman. Hell, she cries and the world stops. That's why we call them white tears and don't, and boy, do they taste delicious. Cause I personally don't give a fuck about your white tears. It's not modeled the same way for black women. In our media, we are seen disrespected. In our music, we are disrespected. In the news, we are shot, we are dying in childbirth. There aren't a lot of imagery of black women being protected. There's not a lot of imagery of black women being spoiled without having to go through struggle love. Unfortunately, a lot of black men look up to rappers and they look up to athletes who disrespect their wives and girlfriends time and time again. But because they got a Birkin bag, it should be okay. Because they got a house, you should forgive my infidelity. Because I took you to Morocco, you should, you should forget about me putting my hands on you. That's what they see. That's what's modeled in front of them. Those are the examples for black women. And that's truly tragic that we do not have enough examples of black women being spoiled, black women being taken care of, black women being loved properly. Because now, taking it to today, 
Now you have so many black women who know their worth, who have worked on themselves, who want to show up as a equal contributor in their relationship, and there's no one to meet us halfway. We understand how we should be treated. Our partners don't understand that though. A lot of them now are just kind of learning as they go. And what they are taking as examples are what they see on social media, what they see in the media, and all of that is geared towards massaging a war and disrespecting the fuck out of black women. And black women of today are like, I'm not standing for that. Black women of today are quote unquote asking for more because we are no longer allowing for struggle love, for disrespect, for us not to be able to depend on you to suffice as the foundation for our relationships anymore. We are demanding more. And I understand for a lot of black men, it's probably weird to see black women spoiled and properly loved because that wasn't the relationship, that wasn't the experience, that wasn't the life for your mother. And there's another sect of black men who would say to themselves, how dare you get better treatment than my mother? How dare you black woman have a better lifestyle than my sister and my aunties? Because I love those women with everything in me and they had to struggle. So who do you think you are to not struggle too? And what I want to say to those men, your mama shouldn't have struggled. Your sisters shouldn't have struggled. Your granny shouldn't have struggled. That's what I want you all to understand. It's not my mama struggled, so you got to struggle too. It should be my mother struggled. She shouldn't have to have struggled. So let me, every single time I'm around another black woman, make sure that she's good. So I can break the cycle. So I can break the generational curse. So I can break the chains. Black men love yelling about how black women are masculine, but y'all don't even treat us like women. Y'all look at us like, damn, she's doing it all on her own. Good for her. And that's an expectation from you. You all literally look at us, be the men in the relationship. And that is now an expectation because that was your mama. Your mama had to play daddy and mommy. And now, because that was what was modeled in front of you, you believe that every black woman you come across should deal with the same bullshit. And I'm here to tell you, baby, no, I'm sorry. It might look weird that black women are spoiled, but that is about to be the new standard. It might look weird that black women now have people to depend on, but that's going to become the standard. It might look weird that black women are able to offload some of this labor to other people. And it's expected that they, that they meet us in the middle. It's expected that they meet us where we are. Yeah, I know that's weird. We are not going to continue taking crumbs because your mama did. I'm sorry, your mama should have expected more. She should have left your raggedy ass daddy. She should have left her raggedy ass boyfriends. I wish for your mother that she loved herself enough to heal from her trauma, to show up fully for you so that you know what that looks like. So that you know what a woman who loves herself looks like because she is not going to demand anything less for herself or for her offspring. A lot of women in our community are still dealing with trauma, getting through trauma. And I'm not saying that y'all mamas was perfect. A lot of our mothers and a lot of us are not perfect. 
But hindsight's 2020, and we can definitely say, well, that was fucked up, but I shouldn't have to still continue to go through it. Because baby, that we're not gonna we're not continuing these generational curses. How are we going to move forward as a community if y'all keep treating us like shit because your mama was treated like shit and her mama was treated like shit? Somebody has to pour into the black women in this community if we want this community to get better. Black women have been pouring into everybody else. It is now time for people to pour into us. Because if you are not, I will leave you because I love me more than anything else that I will never deal with disrespect. I love me enough, you can't, I don't disrespect me. I'm gonna let you disrespect me. I don't even do it to myself. And I, kn I know it looks weird, but it's about to be a brand new fucking day. And moving forward, this is the demand. This is the foundation. This is what it will be. Because you all, and when I say you all, that's anyone who believes that black women deserve less because society has already told us that we deserve less. Ever since we were little girls, they told us we were ugly. They told us our hair was not good enough. They told us that we were not beautiful. They told us we weren't smart enough. We weren't articulate enough. They told us to be smaller when we were in spaces of white people, of men. So the best thing they can try and do is break our souls from the beginning. We don't need our men contributing to that as well. We are demanding that black women put the cape down and let somebody else pick it up. And it's time for change. It'll be weird, but you'll fucking get used to it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. And now it's time for Song of the Week. And for any of my new listeners, you will find out very quickly that I am a music head, a hip hop head, a music lover, a live event concert lover. So every episode, I like to infuse new songs, new artists into the ethos so that you all can learn and grow and be on this music train with me. This last weekend, though, I got to see the weekend. Oh, uh, it was such a good show. My edible hit perfectly right when that moon got big and the lights were all over the place. I was like, this shit is amazing. Abel, you killed it, boo. You absolutely killed it. The second time seeing The weekend, and I really didn't listen to his last album. I'm not going to lie. I listened to the one before with, that had blinding lights more than I did Dawn FM. But he knew the type of fans he had. So he made sure to do the classics, which I appreciate. And it was at Soldier Field. It was just downtown with the downtown skyline, with the beautiful weather. It was a good old time. But as we all know, Doja Cat ended up doing something to her throat. So she was not able, so she was not able to tour with him. And I was super duper sad about that because I too love Doja Cat love her. But in place of Doja Cat, we had Mike Dean, Snow Allegra, and Kay Trinata. Now, I'm not going to lie. When I saw that, I was like, let me make sure I get my ass there on time because I've been wanting to see Kay Trinata. So the fact that I also got to see him open, beautiful. So this week, because I finally got to see Kay Trinata, it was like a, it was like a beautiful surprise. Cause I honestly, I didn't look up 
who the replacement opener was until the day of the concert. And I was like, ah, it was a amazing surprise. So because I finally got to see Kay Trinata here, it's Kay Trinata, Be Your Girl with the Tidra Moses remix. everybody to the tactless take of the week. My tactless takes are typically a highlight of a topic, of a feeling, of an emotion, something that I've learned, something that's really heavy on my heart. It's a quick take of something that I want you all to know, something I want you all to learn, something I want you all to take with you at the end of this podcast, because I am a teacher by trade. Y'all love these alliterations, don't y'all? I know y'all do. I know y'all do. I'm a teacher by trade. So I have to teach you something or else I won't be doing my job. So the tackless take this week is that I want black men to be very, very careful with the upcoming voting season and with the upcoming presidential voting season, to be mindful of the media, of the messaging, of the things that you all are hearing, because the Republican Party is specifically targeting Black men. Steve Bannon is on a fucking tour right now talking about how they believe they will get 50% of Black men to vote Republican in the next presidential election. And this is why. A lot of Black men are not feeling heard. They feel left behind. They feel invisible. They don't feel like they're good enough or that people are supporting them. There has been a shift in the Black community from a political standpoint. They're seeing black women rise to spaces that we typically weren't in previously. And a lot of them are spiteful because of that. A lot of them are angry because of that. A lot of them feel as if the government has purposely 
empowered black women as the detriment and downfall to our community. Because if you empower the black woman, then you hurt the family structure, which is not um, what's happening. It's just a very sexist take to, to think that black women becoming better is the reason for the downfall of our community. But, but a lot of you all, because you feel stifled or you feel like everybody else is passing you up that you believe should be inferior to you, lashing out and being aggressive and the Republican party is eating all of that shit up. That tells me a couple things. That one, despite the fact that the Republican party would still swing those niggas like strange fruit, they don't care. As long as they can have some semblance of power as the man in their community, which because the Republican side is like fuck women and their rights and their laws, they know that if they vote Republican and this shit does turn back into the handmaid's tale, yes, you would be a black man, but you would still be a man at the end of the day. And at that point, you don't give a fuck about the fact that everyone who looks like you would be secondary citizens, as long as you can retain some position of power, as long as you can retain some semblance of what it means to be a man, as long as you can maintain the patriarchy, because that's where you thrive without having to do anything. But you all want to hold on to the status quo so bad. And the status quo is white supremacy. So baby, you holding on to a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't really help you in the long run anyway. It really doesn't. So I really hope that black men are doing their due diligence. They're looking at sources. They're looking at websites and seeing that it is .org when it comes to a lot of this political stuff and riffraff because they feel like they're on the outs, like rural white men. They are literally sharing the same talking points as rural white men who feel left out, forgotten. Because what we know from our 2016 presidential election is that our country is not smart enough to look at shit and critically think. I don't know if there's a decent amount of critical thinking happening on the other side. And that's scary because you all are allowing your emotions that you normally don't express but you're allowing your emotions of defeat, of feeling less than, of feeling like you're not good enough. They're taking those emotions and they're skewing it for their benefit. Like Russia did when it got time to put Trump into the office. Like I need you all to really see what's going on here. And the Republican Party is watching all of that go down and they are planning on using those tactics in the upcoming elections. Black men, and I and I just want to also clarify that I'm not saying that black men just need to vote Democrat blindly. I'm not saying that either. But what I am saying, black men, is that what I want you all to take from this tactless take is that you all are being targeted. They are using your emotions. They're using the fact that you all feel less than. They're using your anger against women, the women who look like you. They're using that for their own political gain. And I want you all to use critical thinking skills 
to make a decision that's best for you. Please do not allow social media, do not allow these talking points, all of this aggression around the political voting season to get to you so that it sways you to make a vote that would literally decimate all of us. That is all I am saying. Understand how important your vote is, that they are doing all of this to even try and sway you. And understand that even in the midst of us currently not feeling like we are together, we are and always will be family. Family.